Hello and welcome to a new episode of Latinidad in the Loop. I'm your host, Miguel Rincan, and today with me, I have Susan Sierra. She is the Senior Program Manager at the St. Louis Mosaic Project. Before we start the episode, I just want to remind you guys to give us a follow on all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and we're anywhere and everywhere at the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce of Metropolitan St. Louis. Uh, also, don't forget to like this video and subscribe to our channel. If you want to follow the podcast, follow the Camera and B-Ball show. If you want to follow every event we have, uh, just give us a follow on social media and you'll be up to date with every event we have. So now going into the episode. Hi, Susan. How are Hi, you? Hi, Miguel. Muy bien. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. 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 Um, just to begin with, we <laughs> had a little bit of technical difficulties. Yeah. You guys don't know, but this is the second time we're doing this. <laughs> That's okay. The first one was just a, a practice yeah, run. Yeah, just a practice yes, run. Yes, yes. Uh, just um, so again, tell us a little bit about yeah. who Susan Sierra okay. is. Yes, yeah, so I am Suzanne Sierra. I'm the Senior Program Manager for the St. Louis Mosaic Project. I am the daughter of Colombian immigrants. My parents came here 50-something years ago to the U.S. Um, and... I was raised primarily in, I was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee, primarily raised in Wisconsin, got a journalism degree, um, moved to Chicago after college. I wanted to work in Hispanic marketing. And when I moved to St. Louis, I uh, got a job doing that at Fleischman Hillard Public Relations. My main client was Anheuser-Busch at the time. We did a lot with Budweiser and um, a lot of publicity for them. And then after five years at Fleischmann Hillard, I was hired to work at Anheuser-Busch, and I spent the next 15 years there, and it was a great experience. I worked in government affairs for a, quite some time. I worked in corporate relations, which was the community outreach for the Latino population, and um, I spent <clears throat> time in the crisis communications department, which was wonderful for a journalism major, mm -hmm. uh, somebody you know who, who wanted to really get into the nitty-gritty of PR and crisis communications and then after my time with AB I went out on my own for a while mm -hmm. had my own PR firm okay. and that was really how I got back to the local Latino roots I joined the Hispanic Chamber as a member and um, through a series of opportunities and projects I learned about St. Louis Mosaic Project they were hiring a Latino outreach consultant which was, you know, 10 hours a week to do some work um, to, re you know, connect and actually at the time to really help the chamber expand its network as well. And so I, I was hired to do that for two years and I just knew it was, it was like I was home again. I, yeah. I, I, I loved the work so much and with my parents having been, you know, immigrants, I understood the importance of what it is that mm -hmm. we do, you know, making connections. And so I've been the senior program manager now for three years. That's that's great. So yeah. again, you're talking about the Mosaic Project, and for those those who don't know, first, what is the Mosaic Project, and what was like the purpose of its creation? Yeah. So the St. Louis Mosaic Project has two goals. One is to transform St. Louis into the fastest growing major metropolitan area for immigration by the year 2025, and our second goal is to add 25,000 new foreign-born to the region against the base in 2016 again also by the year 2025 so those are very aspirational goals yeah. and and to put it in context we are an initiative of the world trade center of st louis and a lot of people don't realize that just like the world trade center in new york we have a world trade center here in st louis they are focused on international economic development okay. 
We are both under the umbrella of the St. Louis Economic Development Partnership, and that is the economic development agency for the city of St. Louis and the county. So we are all focused on what we can do to grow the economy. And again, Mosaic was uh, is specifically focused on attracting and retaining the foreign-born to the region. And we were created in 2013. At the time, there was a lot of concern because decades ago, St. Louis was ranked in the top 10 of an economy, and it had slowly started falling down to below 20 in the 20s. And so there were a lot of civic leaders that wanted to know how we could reverse that mm -hmm. decline. And so there was a study that was done with an economist out of St. Louis University to look at our peer cities, so cities in the same size as ours, regions, and to see what was fueling the economy there. And what, what could we do you know, to, to, to have what they had, which was population growth. And what was realized was that immigration and innovation were two things that the region needed to focus yeah, on. Yeah. And so that was why and, and how Mosaic was established. And we're very uniquely positioned because we're part of this economic development agency. We're unique also in that there's no other city in the country that has something like Mosaic. Um, and so that is, you know, that is uh, why we were formed. And so we work with the work-authorized foreign-born individual. Um, and the foreign-born population is defined as, or it's comprised of, I should say, refugees make up a big component of our of St. Louis's foreign-born population, international students at any given time. There are 9,000 international students studying at one of our 17 regional universities. Wow. You have the foreign-born uh, foreign born executives that companies transfer to work here, or in the case of the World Trade Center, they are attracting global companies to start or create a foothold in St. Louis. And oftentimes those companies bring foreign-born executives and their families, you know, to come here. And then you have um, entrepreneurs as well, that uh, Im foreign-born immigrant entrepreneurs. And you have people that come here from another state to join family or because they heard that it's a welcoming place. And so that's how the region's foreign-born uh, that that's who defines the foreign-born yeah. population. So we have a lot of room to grow because we have less than 5% foreign-born compared to, again, cities like Chicago and, and others that have 14% to over 21% foreign-born. Wow, that's a big, that's a big gap. It is a big gap. Have so we have a lot of opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And you were mentioning the audience you serve, which is foreign-born uh, individuals. And you mentioned international students, so I want to begin with that because I mean, I'm myself. I'm I was an international student when I first came here in 2015. So, what? How how can you guys? What do you guys do to help? Mm -hmm. How can you guys mm -hmm. help the international students? I really appreciated hearing about your story. Um, so, let me just start by saying that Mosaic is. We have a staff of three people. Mm -hmm. So, what we do, we we work primarily. We function as a marketing arm for the region. We don't provide social services. Okay. We don't provide deep programming. Mm -hmm. But what we do is what we call warm introductions, and we make we're, we're catalysts for connection for individuals, for companies, for schools, for businesses that want to connect with the foreign-born, or if you're foreign-born, to to help you acclimate here. So, in terms of international students, we 
work with the international career advisors okay. at all of the universities. Mm -hmm. We don't work one-on-one -on -one with students. We okay. don't have the capacity yeah. to do that. But what we do is we develop webinars and programming and we make introductions for the the university students that can help help them understand kind of more firsthand what it's like to work for a St. Louis company. Help them understand what the American work culture is like. We often do panels with um, with former international students who are now working at US companies or they're entrepreneurs and we yeah. we provide a panel where they share their experience and they talk about how was it for them to network and you know what what worked for them and we hold those panels and invite students yeah. to to participate. So we like to say that our goal is to help international students learn to become irresistible to US employers. Yeah. You know, so it's a lot of educating and matchmaking okay. so that the students can see and aspire to what they see someone who was in their shoes at one time who's now working yeah. so that they can aspire to that and to, to just also know that there are other people out there like them yeah and yeah. you know and so it's it's all it's about sharing that lived experience with them yeah no that's that's great because again coming from from my from my experience i would have loved to be mm -hmm. like one, like a webinar and, and learn from someone who already went through all that and tell tell me like okay this is what it is because a lot of people don't know but it is very very different like the like the workplace and, and everything else is very different from Latin American countries I was giving you the example of LinkedIn <laughs> yes yes with my, with my parents like if I mentioned to them about LinkedIn they're they're th they would have never understood that because over there like you print your resume you right you hand it to, it to, to someone the HR and mm -hmm. then you go from there right here like you have to network you have to know people you have to be updating your linkedin all the time right. maybe even posting stuff about it right right so it's it's very very different and now like the webinars you just mentioned how can people people who, who are watching this or, or listening to us how can they go where do they need to go to, to mm -hmm. look up those mm -hmm. webinars and, and that so the examples I gave you are specifically for international students okay. at the various universities. Mm -hmm. um, we are in the process of, uh, you know, creating more, or I should say, adding that kind of content onto our website. But if you're a student, um, you know, you can check with your international career advisor. And and frankly, if you're a student and that's the kind of resource that you want, you know speak up and let them know and then yeah. again that's where we can we're one of many resources that they can utilize yeah. but um yeah and of course people can always reach out to me and i can answer a couple yeah. questions here and there perfect perfect and we just so we talked about international students you talked about about like executive and companies uh i was going through your website again and like what is i looked at the ambassador companies and we kind of mm -hmm. touched a little bit about it what what, what is an ambassador mm -hmm, company? Mm -hmm. So so our programs are categorized in these um, in these areas. So we have an ambassador, which can be an individual, a K through twelve school, or a company. Um, and with the companies, what what that represents is that the it, the company aligns with our mission of being welcoming to the foreign born. And they want to work with us to do that however it makes most sense for them. So mm -hmm. there is no cost to join any of our programs. Okay. We have been so fortunate that we continue to have companies reach out to us and, and organizations of all kinds and individuals reach out to us and say, how can we either help you 
toward your goals of growing the region through the foreign born or what can we do with our own employees or with our customers to demonstrate that we are um, supportive that we um, you know that we appreciate the diversity of our employees and so to become an ambassador company what that means is again it's that that initial conversation and then we create a we have a checklist that we send to our contact to say here are just a, a few things that we suggest you might consider doing examples of things that you might do to be welcoming and then the company looks at that they may add some things you know we work with them again it's what works for them what do they need and then we make it official by issuing a joint press release and then we post that on social media um, and you know so it's about creating that awareness yeah, yeah. Um, because and you said you mentioned you, you got like over 50 yeah we have we have 51 companies now and and we have a couple more in the pipeline so our goal is uh, is to announce an ambassador company every month okay and then you know so the benefits of that is that so then they become part of our ambassador family they are um, part of our e-newsletter we feature them when they're doing things that it, one of the main ways that that mosaic works is to be an amplifier for all of the good things that every part of our region is doing to demonstrate welcoming inclusive practices. So for companies, I'll give you two examples. So Emerson became our 50th ambassador company. And what we um, did with them is we, uh, we have been going in and, and pre uh, pardon me, we've been going in and presenting to their different employee resource groups okay. about not just about Mosaic, but, you know, here's what you n need to know about the foreign born community. Here are volunteer opportunities. Um, and then with Benson Hill, they were our 51st company. They invited us to moderate a panel with three of their foreign born employees that they opened up to their to their entire campus and to the public to come in and, and get to know their employees, understand their stories. What, what was it like for them to acclimate to the St. Louis culture? And so it's all about sort of facilitating starting and amplifying the conversation of what it means to be welcoming yeah and so for every company it's different okay okay and uh, so you don't you not only have ambassador things but you also have different programs like you mentioned uh tell us a little bit of the professional connectors yeah program. what is that right so we have connector programs so one is professional connectors and then the other is women connectors so with professional connectors that is for individuals who, again, we, we work with those who are work authorized, so you have to have your authorization. Because again, that, that's, you know, we're able to, we're, we're not able to help the masses, we're able to, yeah. to help the people that, um, that are ready to, you know, ready and available to work. So let's by say- By you mean people with like work visa- Correct, correct, Exa exactly, right, like right. That, right. Really mostly for work authorization. Okay. Um, because with the OPT, um, what we try to do is we are educating companies about the fact that if companies are having trouble hiring, particularly for jobs that are in STEM fields, we're, we're educating them that there is an untapped talent pool with international STEM graduate students. Because as you know, when you're an international STEM student, you can work for a company for up to three years yeah. in your field. So that's a win-win for both mm -hmm. the student and the company. Yeah. With the professional connector, that would be somebody that, so let's say that they relocated here, 
they're, they're, and this is the case for a lot of the individuals that we help, their spouse was brought over here to work for Anheuser-Busch or Nestle or a big company, a medium company. The spouse comes over and they perhaps don't have their work authorization right away. So once they get their work authorization, they have no idea where to start looking for a job in St. Louis. They're, you know, they've, they've never worked in St. Louis. They don't understand the landscape of their industry. They don't know who to talk to. So they might not even know what a good company is. Exactly. They just, they don't know. They're starting from scratch. And as we know in St. Louis, it's all about where did you go to high school? And, and really everywhere it's all about who you know, because that yeah. makes a really big difference. I mean, I, when I moved to St. Louis, I did not have a job and I did not, I ended up at Anheuser, at Fleischmann Hiller because I networked like crazy. And that was somebody that I knew introduced me to somebody that lived in my building who worked there. I gave him my resume and two weeks later I, I was called, I had a job. So, so that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to help jumpstart their networking. So the individual goes to our website, they upload their resume, they fill out a really brief form saying what they're looking for, et cetera. We set up a Zoom with them, get to know them a little bit more, maybe look at their resume and make suggestions about how to tailor it if that's necessary. And then what we do is we make introductions to one or two people in their field. And again, these now are executives at companies in St. Louis who have also said to us, what can I do to help foreign-born people, right? So we have this database of people that are willing to help. So we make an introduction. Again, we make a warm introduction and we say, Joe, would you please talk with Miguel? He's from El Salvador. This is what he's looking for. This is his strong background. And then will you please introduce him to two or three additional people in his field? And so what we're doing is helping the professional jumpstart their networking so that they can start meeting people, learning about their industry, learning about the companies, and networking toward work. I do I do want to say that we don't function as HR people. We're not yeah. recruiters. We we make that initial introduction and then it's ultimately going to be the company's decision. Decision, yeah. So No and that's uh that's a great way because sometimes that's what you need. You know, you just got a yep, little push. Exactly. Like a little push yeah. and, and talk just be headed to the right direction like go this way and that's exactly that's all you need well and and you know it becomes really a, a coaching sort yeah. of relationship which i mean i i personally love i i had so many people when i moved here and i didn't know anyone who who talked to me they just they were willing to have a meeting with me and i will never forget that and so i'm always so happy to give back and to say Yes, I'd be happy to talk to you and give you some tips. And oh, by the way, here's two other people you can talk to. It's just, you know, it's a great feeling. And so one of the things we do tell a lot of the foreign-born people is to be patient yeah. because, they, you know, it's frustrating when you're looking for work and the process takes a long time. Yeah. And and that can throw people off, but I just tell yeah. people to be patient. And, and it's been wonderful to hear so many people land in the right position because that's what we want that's what you know again all of those individuals who are working they're they're satisfied and working in their field you know they don't end up working at starbucks or or just not even working because they can't find jobs you know it helps the economy it helps their family it helps them feel a sense of belonging a sense of giving back and and those are the success stories we love to hear no and like 
for everybody who's like listening or watching us, I definitely encourage you guys to visit the Mosaic Project and learn more about them because that's a great, great tool. Uh, can you give us the email, the, sorry, the website information? Yes. Put it at the bottom of people who are listening. www.stlmosaicproject.com. Okay, perfect. And like I said, we'll put it at the bottom of the screen. And now I know you're a very busy, busy person because you don't, you know, you not only have the Mosaic Project, <laughs> you also have the STL Parati. And tell us a little bit about yes, what is the STL Parati. Yes, I'm so excited about this, and I could not have done it without the Chamber's help and Fernanda Estrada especially. Um, so STL Parati is a campaign that we launched earlier this year. It's it's been a pilot project. Okay. So. Mosaic is all about attracting and retaining the foreign-born. And, <clears throat> you know, at, at one point in 2018, we were heading in the right direction. <clears throat> at that point in time, St. Louis was ranked number three for the fastest-growing metropolitan area for the foreign-born. And then, unfortunately, a lot of things transpired between 2018 and now where all of that was, was you know, basically lost. We had you know everything from from covid from the prior administration that changed a lot of the ways that refugee the amount of refugees that were allowed in the country the number of of, of visas that could be sponsored etc mm -hmm. uh, international students weren't able to come and study because of covid so we lost a lot of ground so now we're making that up one of the areas that we are focused on it, it, you know, if you look at the numbers, if you look at the demographics around the country, the cities that are growing are growing largely because of the Latino population, yeah. right? So we also see that some traditional markets like Dallas, Fort Worth, Chicago, and Houston are losing Latinos. They're going to other cities. We want them to come to St. Louis. So STL Parati was designed to, and it's a digital marketing campaign, so we are able to take our message of St. Louis is a wonderful place to live, lower cost of living, great resources for jobs, great resources if you want to start a business. We have a robust ecosystem of support for entrepreneurs, a growing Latino population, wonderful things to do if you like music and culture and arts and sports, we have it all. And so that is what STL Parati, the website, is designed to do is to encourage Latinos who, who want to leave to think about St. Louis because so many mm -hmm. people don't even know much know about St. Louis. Right, and because we don't have the large Latino population, but it's growing and it's diverse and you know young like yeah. you. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. And um, yeah, it's it's just very exciting. We're getting a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of traffic to the website. I mean, ultimately we want people to go to the website having heard about it and say oh my gosh I want to move here mm -hmm. send me more information yeah, yeah. Um, you know but we know that it's one step in the process of what a lot of other economic development agencies are doing to try to attract more people to move to St. Louis so yeah. no it's a, it's a great tool because again my experience I didn't know anything about St. I know Louis when I, yeah when I decided to come here and honestly it I feel like it's kind of like a I don't want to say stereotype, but like I feel like when you think of St. Louis, you never think of Latino. Nope. Like you, you, you think of Americans. Right. That's, 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 you, right. You think of right. A white, sure. White population. Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. the main what you think of. Mm -hmm. But like you said, is growing, and I was honestly surprised to see that there's actually more Latinos than I thought there were right. going to be. Which yeah. is which is great. So if you guys can can you give us the email? I'm uh, yeah. sorry, the website. Of yeah. STL so it's stlparati.com. And um, I will say, so 
again, it's 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 geared specifically to a specific, yes. you know, segment. We're trying to capture the people that are leaving those markets. Mm -hmm. I mean, but obviously anybody can see the website. So what yeah. I would encourage everybody who's listening and watching to do is if you have Latino family in other cities and they're not happy living there, <laughs> send them the website, yeah. encourage them to come here. Um, yeah, it's, it's you know, and I'm the, the mother of two boys who want nothing more than to live in a diverse city. Yeah. And so I, 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 I I relish the opportunity to do my part to really create awareness about how St. Louis's demographics are changing and how the diversity just enriches everybody's experience for living here. You know, it, it, it affects everything. Our restaurants, our, our cultural offerings. We work with a lot of, you know, the symphony, the art museum, the botanical garden, the magic house who say to us, how can we, how can we better reflect the changing population yeah. and so it's yeah and i feel like like all those places that you mentioned they also wanna they also want people yes like, like, like in this case yes. latinos to come yep. they want to, yeah to come to, to st louis exactly because like you said it, it not only benefits latinos it benefits the entire everyone mm -hmm. st louis ecosystem exactly which is which is great now if somebody wants to like help out with estil parati or contact mm -hmm. you like mm -hmm. who do they need yes. to talk to to help out they can call me they can so the other thing is we are we have a pretty robust presence in social media so mm -hmm. they can look for our um, mosaic page on facebook okay. they can find me suzanne sierra on linkedin mm -hmm. mosaic is also on twitter um, I'm happy to give you my email that people can absolutely reach out to me. Um, it's ssierra at worldtradecenter-stl.com. We're always looking. At, you we'll know, at okay, box. perfect. We're always looking for volunteers and, and supporters. And, th and that becomes part of our ambassador program. Because as I said, we have ambassador companies. We have K through 12 ambassador schools. Mm -hmm. And then we have individuals. Yeah. And so pre-COVID, and we're, we're going to be bringing this back, but pre-COVID we had something called STL 101, mm -hmm. where every last Thursday of the month we would invite the foreign-born community to come to our offices in Clayton, and we would bring in a speaker from a cultural institution or a magazine or some interesting organization to provide information to these newcomers. Mm -hmm. And so it became a way for both St. Louisans who wanted to welcome newcomers and foreign-born people who were new to St. Louis. It gave them a chance to, number one, go somewhere every month where they knew they were going to continue to see the same people and then learn something new. And so we hope to bring that back very soon. So watch our social pages for that. And again, anybody can feel free to reach out to me as well. Perfect. And like I said, we'll put all your social social media information at the bottom and and uh, your email and, and, and all the stuff where people can contact you. So unfortunately, Suzanne, we have reached <laughs> the end. We are. I out could of time. talk and talk and talk. <laughs> yes, yes. So thank you very much for being here. Thank you us. for having me. Yeah, it's no been worries. fun. It was, it was very fun. We did it twice. So Yay! First time I have to do it twice. So That's right. <laughs> no, I'm glad it worked great. out. So thank you Perfect. guys for joining us in another episode of Latinidad in the Lou. I am Miguel Rincan, Susan Sierra, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.